presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everyone to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Paralegal Mike and Scotty Villa are here to fill your pro wrestling podcast needs. Mike, how are you, brother? I'm ready for a collision. (laughs) (laughs) Starting off hot, are you, brother? (laughs) I got you. Energy's at an all-time high. (laughs) It's a two-hour collision. Uh, uh, (laughs) I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, Uh, We'll get into that in a bit. Other than that, how's your week been, pal? How's everything good? Everything pro wrestling good? Everything pro wrestling is somewhat quiet. Yeah, I think you said it best last week. That WrestleMania hangover is in full effect. Uh, what are we, two, three weeks now post-mania? And the Fed is the Fed, and they're doing their thing, which is great, but it's not, you know, mania hype kind of thing. And I think AEW is picking up steam of uh, as, you know, we're recording this, Dynamite is on right now. And so far, I've really enjoyed the first hour of Dynamite, um, but it's still that lull after mania, and we're just waiting for something big to happen again or something to really grab our attention that's, going to hold us over until the next big thing right but uh yeah we're definitely in that lull it's i mean it's either a head-on collision or ready for a backlash (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ i'm working with doc hendrix here tonight my goodness (laughs) you're the new generation (laughs) oh it got me (laughs) uh thanks everyone listening to the show last week uh it was a fun show it was nice to be back and uh after that megasode, we had a big WrestleMania wrap-up show. Uh, we were back with uh, a nicely allotted timed potty, and those megasodes are going to come and go. Those are never scheduled that way. They just end up that way. 
Uh, but we had some great feedback from uh, fans all over the world uh, letting us know that they enjoyed the pod. And uh, guys, if you're loving it, first of all, thank you for letting us know. Thank you for listening and downloading and sharing. But the key thing there is sharing. Spread the word. Let's make this podcast a little bit bigger. Now, uh, when you're listening on Spotify, on Amazon Music, and all the other fun places that are out there to find the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast, hit that share button for us. It does great wonders. Trust me. We see those analytics. We see those numbers spiking when people that listen and support this show share it. So the ones that have shared, thank you so much. And the ones that, uh, you know, you're still in the closet about being a wrestling fan, you're still, we get it. Totally get it. Share it. If someone responds to it, just let it be. But we appreciate the support. Uh, on the socials, just find us at In My Host Pod on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You'll find us there. Mike and I are starting to think of little things that we could possibly do that are, you know, online exclusive. So you might want to be following us on Twitter and Instagram very, very quickly because we got some cool stuff coming up soon. Uh, and I'll, as always, dude, our number one supporter, the guys out there and girls out there at Caravan Curio Collectibles here in Regina. That's Caravan with a K. Search them up on Instagram, Facebook, and awesome store. Lots of pro wrestling stuff, lots of horror movie stuff, pop culture stuff, knickknacks, cups, coffees, anything you want in those genres. The boys and girls at Caravan Curio and Collectibles have you covered. Mike, it's another big week of pro wrestling. We had a big three-hour Raw this past week. Things happened on Raw, Mike. but From what I saw, it did. It, yeah. Wrestling seemed like it, well, Raw seemed a little more hunter it did it did there was storylines that oh, for me i was like man if you cut out the filler because you have to fill three hours and make this if this was a two-hour show great monday night raw great monday night raw but that filler really kills you um aew dynamite which i said is on as we're recording right now solid solid first hour they're in pittsburgh and the crowd is hot right now so excited to watch that back and finish that off and hear your guys' thoughts on Dynamite as well. But we're recording a podcast, and podcasts are a big talk right now in the world of pro wrestling. Oh, are they ever? <laughs> One half of FTR, Dax Harwood, uh, formerly the Revival in WWE. Wow, new TNT champion. Spoiler alert. Wardlow taking oh. on Hobbs. Sorry, uh, didn't expect that. Uh, yeah, Dak Shepard has breaking his, uh... news. <laughs> when you hear it, it's old news. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dax Harwood has his podcast with uh, uh, it's under the Conrad Thompson's banner and umbrella of wrestling podcast. And he's been doing it for, I'd say, a year uh, talking about matches that he's done, topics that are ha- hitting off. Uh, he announced this week that it's coming to an end. I believe this last episode about anxiety was going to be the end of it. And he cited a couple of reasons why, Mike. Uh, the, but the number one reason that uh, he had said was he's it's not doing the business any good. It's not doing him any good. And the biggest one was because of the backlash about a potential dream match that, that he had, had touted and wants to see happen at All In in Wembley Stadium. And... <laughs> It was weird to me. I had to read this a couple times. Like, this is the thing that ticked everybody off, which I don't understand. But the dream match he wants to see is the elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus FTR and CM Punk in a six man tag. I was like, yeah, that's that's going to sell tickets, Mike. Right? Well, we we said on last week's pod, it'd be a great way to sell tickets. Yeah, I mean, getting CM Punk on the card. Great way to sell tickets, but there in itself is the problem, I think, where you're having an issue kind of 
with why he said it. Um, that name generates a lot of heat when you bring yes. up CM Punk. And yes, they are friends. And obviously, yeah, you want to work with your friend. And I mean, all the major dirties, if it be Fightful or, or Meltzer, have kind of said, like, there's, I mean, the rumblings of Punk are real. I mean, we we knew last week, like, he's coming back. We we knew mm-hmm. after a brawl out at some point he was going to come back. Yeah, that's business. I, but I think it's really agitating some people who clearly there's bad blood still. Which I, I don't get because, I mean, all these people are just fans and they're not in the business and this and this and that. The one thing no, but I think I think it's people who are in the business where it's just like, hey, man, like especially the elite, like I don't know what's been done to mend that wound. Let's get into that for a second, brother, before we let, we're going to dive in the weeds on this a little bit. The, the rumor is that there was supposed to be allegedly this this plan or wanting from both sides to sit down and clear the air and let's squash this beef and make money, if I could put it that way, right? Punch well, yeah. us down with the elite and let, let's talk it out. And so there's no more bad blood. I believe that that's what a lot of the dirties are saying. That's where we're getting all this shit from is the dirties. Well, I, I, I mean, like it was reported too. like, I think initially like Chris Jericho and CM Punk sitting down and that turned into Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Tony Khan and FTR. Like, I don't know why they would need to be there. Uh, just as an outsider. And from what we've seen and heard, I think, maybe Jericho was getting put in there because anytime CM Punk's name is brought up and to be brought back to the company, wanting to come back would Jericho work with them. Jericho says, absolutely not. He's talked shit about punk the whole time. I 100% think that Jericho is just working. He may not like the guy, but Jericho will work with anybody. You, you couldn't have said it any better. I also think it's a huge work because like we, we brought that up on last week's pod. I believe what Mm -hmm. else is a great high tier match? Jericho punk. Absolutely. Especially with the amount of shit talking and the, and the the comment from CM Punk on a story that was ended up deleted, where he basically called uh, Jericho a stooge, uh, and that pissed off Jericho. And if that was a legit comment and a legit jab at Jericho, he's got every right to be pissed off. Uh, but I, I I can't see Jericho holding a a personal grudge that would hold him back from making money on a great main event, great pay per view anywhere in AEW. They can not get along and still work together. I think Jericho's done that with plenty of guys in, oh, in the past. Big time. Um, but this whole meeting thing that is the wild rumors on the dirties. I, I personally think that because it's been going on for so long about their, this rumored potential meeting to clear the air, it's been weeks that it's like, it's happening at any time now. Happening at I just don't believe it now to the point where I think people are just, putting that out there in hopes that they will actually do it to be like, Oh, maybe we should do that. So I, I personally don't think that there's been actually any formal discussions of putting together a sit down meeting from either side. I, uh, you know, that's, a, that's really tough. That, that is a, it's a great take on your behalf, but I, um, I think AEW, an issue punk out is, yeah, I think people do talk to internet writers. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe that is. Absolutely. And, I think a meeting like that is inevitable. Like, hey, we're going to bring this guy back to the company who had a lot to say in a very public forum. Hurt some feelings. Let's set that record straight. Mm-hmm. People were pissed with things he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it was, I mean, first person you sit down with is your goddamn boss. <laughs> and if you're Tony Khan, you, you figure this out and go like, that can never happen again. 
that level of like unprofessionalism is unheard of. Like it wasn't even like you were in character at that moment. Like it, it was too much of a shoot in that brawl out to make like we we thought you could pivot in so many ways to make that work. Like we were booking Punk FTR versus the Elite forever. Yeah. Like, after that happened, <laughs> you're like, that's how you do it. But now I think with the social media, but also this is where it's tricky because AEW embraces that kind of heat. They do. They don't have a three hour program. The one they thing they do television total. The one thing week. they do have, Mike, sorry to cut you off, then I'll get let you back. The one thing they do have is all access, which if you want to make that show huge and this stuff happens, you don't I don't think you need to show shoot wise everything, but you can script reality TV to make it look that way and make all access their behind the scenes show absolutely must see. But you're right, go on. I I agree. And uh, Tony Khan spoke out about that between like Britt Baker not ever going to be able to get along with thunder rosa Mm -hmm. like he pretty much said he's like this is the joy of all access and i'm like cool man like you you just kind of like told us that like yep our show's (laughs) gonna do that yeah (laughs) also i think that's a really good thing for a brit baker who is kind of out of the main card right like use this thunder rosa thing keep using it because the feud is so great like and when they wrestle it's really fucking excellent too yeah so yeah, keep lighting that fire. Keep doing that. Either you're get it's going to generate proper heat on Thunder Rosa or yourself. Either way, it's a good build into a match when Thunder can actually be cleared to come back to wrestle. It, it Mike, it's the same thing when uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan was doing Talking Smack, and him and the Miz had that great exchange, and Brian yep. Danielson walked off. The thing is, is WWE didn't pay it off. They had a one-off match. I think it's SummerSlam that basically which resembled a Monday Night Raw style match, and that was it. They didn't see money in that, and folks like us are like, yeah, man, they're they're kind of shooting right now. Build money off that. AEW can 100% do that with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa or anybody else that they really put it's on that. Be a punk in a handful of people. <laughs> exactly, right? But um, yeah, when it comes to that meeting, though, Mike, I, like I said, I just, I right now, I just think it's dirt sheet writers and anybody that wants to build this and get it back just putting out their hopes and dreams to uh hopefully make this meeting happen and yes you're right this meeting will need to happen whether it's with punk and tony uh and then tony and the bucks separately or you know jericho in there too whatever you need uh, i found the the one uh report kind of weird that ftr had to be in there to be a mediator for the yeah, yeah. why like what that doesn't make any sense. If I was Tony Khan, I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm the boss. You guys either come to this meeting or I will continue to not pay you. If you don't show up for work, when I need you to show up for work, if you're medically cleared and I book you and you don't show up, you're in breach of your contract. I'll hold you over. Whatever it is. He needs to do that. I don't know if Tony's got those stones yet, especially with basically his four biggest stars, uh, biggest names for AEW with it being the elite and CM Punk. No, I, um, I see again, maybe this like this meeting probably has happened because Tony Khan at some point he has to realize he's a fucking boss of a company mm-hmm. and you need to act like one. Like we said, after Brawlout happened, the most embarrassing part was that Tony Khan let it happen. Yeah, absolutely. I will get, I'll get Tony and this. let it happen. I will give Tony this most likely completely caught off guard, not knowing how to react because he's never been in that situation in the public eye in a press conference for any of the sports teams he's involved in. So I will give him that out. 
And he probably went, as soon as he got off camera, went, what the fuck just happened? And HR probably said, hey, you should have done this. And it's like, well, that's a little bit, you know, armchair quarterbacking. But still, you right. It shouldn't have happened. smart, Scott. He runs businesses. Yeah, He's I, been media trained. You have to be. You can wrong. call. You can say, stop the questions now. You can. Yeah. That shit would never happen in the Fed. Just saying. Oh, no. There's You'd just be buried forever. <laughs> in the you Fed if you, you pay shit. the fucking piper in that kind of company. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> you think you're going to come out here and be shooting? Nope. <laughs> but i think so i think this these these reports again because they're saying sources and at this point you can't just for your integrity as a journalist or if that's what you want to call the wrestling media surely like if they have journalism journalism degrees great but like being a blogger on the fucking internet sometimes we talk about it with a lot of mediums like if you're covering now movies or like mm-hmm. video games some people aren't journalists fans i like the, I, like i love the term enthusiast press well that's good i've never heard that before but that's good i i love when there's certain games people are it's like what is games journalism you're like right like what is wrestling journalism that, like if, if you if you're a journalist great but like you know if you're saying through sources if it comes time to back that shit up you better have answers Especially if you you have an editor who's like, "Hey, man, like we get called on this, and it's bullshit. Like we're we're burned." But I think it's it's hard too when Fightful runs the game so heavily, and so does the Wrestling Observer. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, like Meltzer got exposed a few months ago for reporting a story that just wasn't true, and it was fully exposed. And he just said, "I thought I was right. I thought I covered all my bases. Sorry about that." And people still kill him for it, like his haters, but he hasn't been canceled or, you know, not uh, had people reach out to him to leak more shit kind of thing. So I think if you got that clout, you can get away with stuff, whether it's true or not, making things up or not, or you're reporting, you know, firsthand knowledge, but just not revealing your sources, which is a big part of journalism. You don't always have to if you, you don't want to. So, yeah. And again, but still, though, like they they have to be there. Yep, Absolutely. But again, I think this this meeting has happened. I think it's only a matter of time until that booking happens. Punk's coming back. Oh, yeah. Should we get into where everyone, the big rumors are that he is coming back at? Yes, absolutely. We should. Okay. Uh, You hit on it at the top of the show there. The wrestling world might have another collision on their hands when CM Punk comes back. Because the rumor is that CM Punk will return this June on the debut episode of a brand new two-hour AEW show, which is rumored to be Saturday nights for two hours on TNT called Collision. And the announcement allegedly is supposed to be coming out in May. That's, I, I saw that as well. And As soon as May as it's been worded, yes. I believe. Yeah, so that could either mean next week or any time before May ends. So, yeah. uh, But that's the rumor. Uh, a Collision. Uh, AEW Collision on TNT every Saturday night, two-hour show. For standing at you know ten thousand feet up, I don't think they need another show based on the ratings never increased for Dynamite and the ratings for Rampage are pure dog shit. But I think it'll work on Saturday night. I I think you have a better chance of grabbing an audience on Saturday night. 
and the one major rumor is that this show for the time being will be heavily centered around CM Punk every Saturday night. And I, there's a rumor of a of a soft split happening, a soft uh, brand split. This is where I get fucking irritated. <laughs> Go ahead. Because the split is happening so people who don't like working with each other don't, don't have to work with one another. Give me a fucking break. What are we doing, wrestling? This is the high school, man. This is your fucking job. You don't have to like everyone you work with. You just don't. But you still have to work with them. Especially in pro wrestling. That makes the most money, is if there's real animosity and real heat. And you still go out there and put on a hell of a show and kill each other without killing each other. Yeah, dude, I am so with you on that. If that's the case, then uh, I don't want to be this guy. But I think you're feeding into we got a fanboy that has his own wrestling company because he's got billions of dollars and you're but not that's, really... that, that's been since day one. Like it's, it, it's going to be so hard for Tony to shake it unless he says, fuck it. you got to work together, man up. Like, and I, and I don't know what the, the guy's doing behind the scenes. Like Tony, you listening so bad blood, man, but you're being perceived. MJ have said it before. Granted it was a work that you look like a Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you're not like, you're clearly a successful businessman. But at some point, too, like, I think he's smart enough to lean into the speculation online and, like, think about Punk's return. We all knew it was happening, but we were all just as excited when that happened. The greatest leak of uh, of the revolution, right? If, as long as people are going to start talking about collision before collision happens, the groundswell, your, your marketing budget just got cut in half. Yeah. Because the Internet's already doing it. They're telling the world, like, hey, there's going to be a new AEW show. Hey, did you hear? There might be a new AEW show. Perfect. You don't need a huge goddamn media blitz to be like, we're coming out on Saturdays. (laughs) You're right. You don't. But what happens when that honeymoon phase is over, just like Rampage? You keep fucking stars on the show and you make them wrestle. You make them keep people watch it. You don't do what you did to Rampage. They do do a decent job of putting stars on rampage this past week. Although it was a lot of it of the big, big stars, you're just hearing from them on rampage. But if you want to hear the Hardy boys, first comments after Jeff came back last week, it was on rampage, you know, and I don't think they're announced for dynamite at all tonight. Okay. What was more exciting? You hearing about the thoughts of them coming back or (laughs) Jeff Hardy coming back. You're you're very true right there. You're very true. I, uh, to me, I'm so worried about. Why'd you save Jeff Hardy for fucking Rampage to come back then? Because <laughs> no one's watching. No one would see it. It'd be terrible. Um, but I'm I'm 100 with you there. I think w- it, when the honeymoon phase is over, if this collision show is true and it's two hours every Saturday night, uh, I think it'll pull the same amount of numbers as Rampage, especially coming into uh, the summer season. Uh, I think you have a chance, but come football season again with NFL doing more Saturday shows or Saturday games, um, that's going to be a bit of an issue. But I think it's the best spot for them out of the days of the week. I don't think you need to be on Monday. I think eventually if you're going to put a show on Monday, it needs to be Dynamite. But I don't think that's happening anytime soon. I there Listen, the only reason like Raw's done it because the longevity of that company. Yeah. 
they've been through it. They've beaten Monday night football in their history. Mm-hmm. This has happened. You yeah. can't, if Wednesday's a great spot for your flagship show, it really is. I love it. It gives you a buffer from between Monday and that day. There's no wrestling. So you're going in fresh guys again. Yeah. Like it it's... gives you a good gap. My, my recommendation would be this fucking get rid of rampage. You're going to put a new two hour show out and I have it be on Saturday. Great. All for it. Got to get rid of rampage. I, I agree. Or you make rampage an ROH show. And... Good. There you go. That's, that's an even better call. I I'm with you hundred percent there. Then ring of honor has a TV spot. Perfect. I'm hoping that's the long-term plan because I think if collision uh, is the CM Punk and friends show, you've got a pretty solid Whoa. core audience of people that love CM Punk and want to see him work, want to see him talk, uh, want to see him do whatever he needs to do. And you can, you can draw an audience with that. And let's be honest, if this is a, a, a soft split or an unspoken uh, dra- or, or roster split, eventually there will be a collision between, you know, collision and dynamite, which makes sense to me in the future. As long as you don't, as long as it happens organically, I think you're building that up the way any roster split should happen. Uh, but I, you're right. Rampage needs to die for collision to run and succeed and live three shows. Now uh, you have the roster for three shows. I will give you that. You have the roster. You have so many people in AEW. But Rampage is on the first network that signed you, TNT, even though it's all under the Warner label. Yeah. It's on TNT, and it's just not grabbing the audience. It hasn't since it kicked off. It's proven. Yeah. It's proven. The ratings are there. And granted, they're not everything for great wrestling television to me. You're still obviously hitting a point where they're going to keep you on television and advertisers want to be on your show. Absolutely. That's the only reason it's still on the show is because they're making money off that time slot. So, but I just to go Friday, Saturday to have two shows back to back and maybe even a pay per view. Mm, yeah. It just, it, it, it's too much at one time. Like, space that out. You got to space that out. And in doing that, I would think you get rid of Rampage at some point, which makes me for the Regina show. It's right, Saskatchewan fans. Get ready. AW is coming to Saskatchewan. Yeah. It's making me think that we're getting a collision taken. Which would be huge because we'd be in the honeymoon phase of collision. That that would debut, uh, according to the rumored dates, a month after it debuts on television. And that way, too, you'd be like, oh, if it's a CM Punk show, then chalk that one off my bucket list. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, because we have only our event is it's a special televised event. That's all they're touting it as. Yeah. No actual announcement of what kind of show this is. So you're right. I'm very curious. We should try to figure out how many tickets were sold for the Regina show for this. Un- I hope a lot. I hope a lot. Mike, if it's not a lot, th- that company's never coming back here for a TV show. That's for sure. We'll be lucky to get a host show. Yeah. But it's again, too, like they're doing house show smart. They're not, they're not pounding it. They they can't yet. Nope. They're doing it in groupings, which I think is great. It still gives fans a chance to see the show and see the wrestlers in markets that they don't normally hit because they don't, they just started a tour, but they're not doing it all the time. And they're still giving the wrestlers time off. 
It, and again, that was the big draw for a lot of people is the working schedule in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if collision is real, like, yeah, I hope we get to see it. I also hope it's not to be the CM Punk and friend show. Like you just said, <laughs> like Tony, why can't the fucking elite be on collision? Why that's, can't Chris Jericho be on collision? Yeah. And that's where I think eventually they're going to, I think they're going to try and spin it and maybe not in the public eye where on TV, they're announcing it's a soft split or split roster or whatever, but to the dirties and things like that, I think they will try to spin it. as like, you just never know who will show up on rampage or dynamite or collision. And they'll milk that for months and months until someone shows up on a show. They're not supposed to be on. And you know what? And rightfully so. You've got a huge roster. You never know who's going to show up. We don't. So stop <laughs> telling people every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Monday Night Raw does so quickly before the show comes out. Then they tell me or mm -hmm. on the episode of Raw I'm watching. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so like next week, yo, Bobby Lashley will be there. You're like, oh, yeah. And then I hear nothing about it until he shows up again on Monday. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, here's the whole fucking card. You're like, God damn it man mm. yeah. you leave nothing to surprise like well jeff hardy came back like yeah great cool great. cool you guys advertised we were going to hear from the best friends and jeff hardy's coming back like you got to give us something here uh it's I, everyone loves a good return and there are there as far as i know there was no rumors that jeff was coming back on that episode no, it, they they actually kept that quiet but everyone was just like man he's got to be fucked up still <laughs> yeah. and you know what maybe Maybe. Mike, I, I said it before when he got in trouble the last time. I will I'll I'll be excited when Jeff comes back. I love watching the Hardy Boys. I don't want to see a sit down with him and Jim Ross saying I, I'm getting the second chance look on life and on career and this, this, that. I don't care. You, you're an addict. There's a gonna be a tendency that that you may relapse. And I'm accepting of that. I'm just not going to sit and listen to another interview where you're like, you're just happy to be alive and happy to have a second chance. I've seen that probably four or five times through three different wrestling companies. Yeah, I, I hope you feel you're, that you're way. Not, it, you're not wrong. I, I hope you're he feels that way. And I, I, I want him to succeed. And I never want him to relapse again. But if it happens, I won't go, damn it, Jeff. I'll go, damn. Unfortunately, the addiction got him again. And take and the time it's a, off. Like, it's a, it's a disease, man. Like yeah, we, we know this. And what we, we said when it happened to you, are like, okay, man, like this has to be it. Mm -hmm. I don't see how you get to keep doing this. And then at some point, I don't know if you're Tony Khan next time he knows he's like, you're done. Yeah. Like he, I, I can't have you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it, it, but you know what? It's like keeping AEW focused. I don't want to see JR sit down with anyone. This is my, here comes AEW commentary team. Let's spruce it up. I love JR. Don't get it twisted. Voice of my childhood. Yep. Time to hang it up. Time to hang it up. I, I don't disagree one bit. I think you can ride off into the sunset as the greatest announcer of our generation. Yep. No one will dispute that one bit. And uh, if, if I see a sit down long-term interview with him, you know, almost podcast style, one-on-one -on -one interview, Kind of like Stone Cold does with wrestlers. I'd I'd watch Jr. do that, but I don't. I, I, I his time on commentary, I think his time to, is done. You I, know what? Go ahead. You saying that? I also think Shivani should come off commentary. I'll I'll think so. I listen. Same kind of thing. I like Tony Shivani, man. 
I do. I think Tony Schiavone is his best at in-ring interviews, even backstage interviews. I think that commentary team at this point should be Excalibur and Taz. And I'm going to go the opposite way. I think it should be Excalibur and Tony Schiavone. I think Taz tries to pop the boys too much on commentary. I think Taz has too many inside Because so jokes. many fucking pop. Like, it's got to be a two-man team. Yes, uh, that's first and foremost. Three-man booths need to fuck off. Two-man booth only. Like I said, I think Taz tries to pop himself and the boys way too much. Too many inside jokes. Uh, if Taz is on commentary, I want him to be the asshole heel color commentator. Which I think he does good some I, of the time. But I hear your your, your point I, with the inside jokes. He's, he's a tweener on commentary. And I don't need him singing along to Jungle Boy's song or anyone else's song and trying to get himself over a little bit. Uh, I just don't, don't. I need him to be the more serious. If he's the more serious side, Mike, 100%, he needs to be the the the. Color but, but to be fair, that's like AEW in a nutshell. Is like a handful yeah. of tweeners. You, you're not, that's true. good or bad guy in that company. When we went to AEW in Winnipeg, I said bad guys only. And then Orange Cassidy came out. I'm like, not for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what does it say about me? Like there's no true heels. Like even even MJF almost had that moment where they're like, "Is this guy gonna be face?" Right. Uh, I think the only potential true heel was Double J Jeff Jarrett, and we still. I don't know. I cheered the shit out of him. I love Double J. Well, I didn't. I know you didn't. But again, for a heels only section, you were booing that heel big time. But <laughs> I made it clear to everyone around me. <laughs> I've watched that match a couple times actually since uh, since we've been uh, back from the show. And he gets booed out of the building, but then he gets some pretty decent love as well. So, well, I, when I turn to you, I'm like, you love the guy behind me, just like you, big double J. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn, man. Like, I wish I was with you, but my boy's out there. <laughs> but AEW is like, it's less about that traditional style of work. And I think they've made that clear. I think that was the one thing where Cody thought he could steer it. He's like, if we were only more traditional. Yeah, and Kenny and the Bucks, and I think even Tony saw they're like, I just don't think we're that company. No, uh, you're right. They're they're definitely not. And in certain ways, they tried to be, but then they had to get away from it because the crowd literally just loved everything that those guys were doing. Whether it was good, bad, made sense, people sold or not, they just they just watched the show and had fun. And I think that's the biggest compliment you could have for any wrestling company, any wrestling match is it the crowd doesn't care if things are making sense as long as they're having fun and reacting. And that's been the most fun about since dynamites become a show there. There's been maybe, maybe a handful of duds where it's just like, man, the crowd just wasn't into it. Other than that, the atmosphere is the reason I watch every week because it's such a fun wrestling show to watch. Uh, but when it comes to commentary, I'm going to go with Tony Schiavone and Excalibur. You're going Excalibur and Taz. Yeah. I mean, I know, unpopular opinion, but I, I'll just say, like, Excalibur is the voice of AEW. He, he really is, 100%. It, it sucks that he's stuck in a three-man booth where he's overshadowed by two legends like Shivani and Taz. So, But like Excalibur, let's be honest, lose a mask. You're doing commentary. You're barely on TV ever. You can lose a mask. Well, at that, that point, use your real name. Like, yeah. I mean, he's Excalibur. So. Yeah. Excalibur's like, he's going to wear the mask. Unless his name is Robert Blake. He's probably got two first names. He's probably one of those guys. So huh. whatever. I mean, we can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Just that. Easy. But no, a lot, I like, it's good that 
changes are coming to AEW, and obviously the excitement around a CM Punk return is great. Don't make people avoid each other on shows because their feelings are hurt. Fuck off. Main takeaway. Mm-hmm. Do your fucking job. Everyone will make money and everyone will be happy. Go to work. Take care of each other in the ring. Shake hands afterwards. Go to your separate locker rooms and talk shit all you fucking want. Prime example, Seth Cody. Yep. Dudes hate they each other. They work each other and they hate each other. They still work three amazing matches. Yeah. Did the job. You know why? Because pay me. Yeah. I did the job. Also, both those guys want to be the company guy. They want to be the face of the company. They want to be the main event. They want to be the headliner. They're not going to get that uh, if if they're fighting backstage and talking shit and, and talking to dirt sheets all the time. So, and, But I think is. it's a little more airtight. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it's quick. Quick AEW summaries that, yes, there's a rumored collision show on Saturday nights. We're going to keep following that information as it comes, obviously. We will let you know on future podcasts. Scotty, yeah. what's our timer at? We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. Um, well, uh, maybe we'll we'll work on that quick hits for you fans. Yeah. Uh, there's some interesting news leaking out about uh, possible cuts from the WWE. Endeavor wants to shave off some money on that side of the business. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, we got to wrap it up here, brother. The timer is running out. Again, thanks to everyone that's listened. And for all of you that listen, hit that share button. Share the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast with your wrestling friends. Let's build this show up to be as big as it uh, deserves to be. Paralegal Mike, great show this week. And uh, let's do it again next week right here on Spotify, Amazon Music. This has been the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Wowie!